I just want to pick this apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. He says in here, we've kind of had a long journey and our journey has gone on two different paths. He has then spent the rest of the statement talking, talking about, about how identical their paths were. They started in the same place, <laughs> then went to Europe to pay together, Never they be. then lived together, now they're going into business together. It's been the same path. No challenges. It's the football prophets. What's up today, FB family? Welcome to a new episode of Football Prophets, where two friends talk all things American soccer. I'm your host, Moshe, and I'm here with my good friend, Coach David. How you doing today, my guy? Not so well, Moshe. Uh... We're recording this a little later in the day than we normally do, evening yeah. instead of morning, and uh, which means I get to see the updates of my sounders come through as we're recording, and uh, it's not going well for us against Sporting KC. You know what? It's not going well. But luckily, we don't talk about them today on the show, so I don't have to worry about it. You should be embarrassed. What team do you support? At least we know well, we suck. We know we suck, so we are, but... <laughs> All right, let's dive right in here today. Um, so for the first part of our show, uh, we just let it flow now. We don't do the breaks down no more. We're just going to start with uh, Joseph Martinez, looks like. My guy uh, finally uh, looks like found his magic back, would you say? This is everything you could ever want from Joseph Martinez, right? This game, he gets two goals, sets an MLS record, does it all against his old club as well as coming in as a substitute, right? So for those of you that don't know, Joseph Martinez has set the MLS record for fastest player in MLS history to 100 goals. 100. So doing it in the least amount of time. Yeah. Um, Was it those two seasons that he had, he went crazy? Essentially. Those, those definitely helped. Yeah. And then... Essentially, as long as he did it by two-thirds of the way into this season, he was going to break Bradley Wright Phillips' record. Yeah. So he just needed to score this season. Yeah. <laughs> just get it going. It was just inevitable he was going to do it against Atlanta. It was a penalty kick that got him to 100, and then a really nice kind of off-balance finish at the yeah. far post for his 101st goal. But I think the more impressive thing here is he comes on, I believe, in the 57th minute. And then breaks the record in the 59th minute. You think he's a happy camper right now? He, yes. <laughs> you, know, you know when, when players... The season wasn't going well for him. No, but yeah. you know when players go and face their old team and they score, they do the no celebration celebration. Yeah. Where like their celebration is just telling their teammates to calm down. Yeah, right? respect. Yeah. Right. Joseph went vintage Joseph Martinez celebration, hit the kneel, went down. Their his celebration against his old team. They uh they kicked him out though. It wasn't like a mutual No, no, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't it was a very bad yeah. So he got dumped. You say take that. But uh <laughs> got his revenge. You say he got dumped. He got his revenge and uh in what a fashion too, right? Yeah. Just 
coming in as a sub, immediate impact, two goals, record broken. I think this is the best weekend of his 2023 years here, like this 2022. This season? Yeah, this is going to be his best weekend. He could have broken his toe and scored zero goals, and it still wouldn't have been his worst weekend in MLS <laughs> this year. All right, the Mets had a rough start to the season. No, but I'm just saying, as a human, like he's home feeling good about himself, not just performance-wise. No, for sure. Yeah. This, this is a good week to be Joseph Martinez. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. So, uh, And as we go in here and talking about just – games and goals and everything another 2-1 uh game here with uh san jose uh take telling lafc speaking of a records being broken yeah uh lafc's unbeaten record so far this season has fallen to san jose mm-hmm. um it was just the the espinoza show right like we spoke yeah. it so highly of him he's he's a certified baller he, yeah. he's going to become probably He's going to be a finalist for MVP this year. Yeah, um, no doubt about Isn't that. Isn't he like on the on the list on the assist uh, award? So right now he is tied in uh, the Golden Boot race at eight goals alongside Jordan Morris and Denny Bawanga. Yeah, but then when you add in his assists, he is also tied a three way tie for most goals and assists this season. Yeah, so he is just doing it all parts of the field. 11 total goals and assists. Yeah. Um, so that's eight goals, four assists, I believe. Just killing it. Yeah. No, eight goals, three assists. Oh, yeah. But he, I, I believe he's also like the leading scorer in San Jose history. No, the leading assist in San Jose history. Something like that. We said that on the show before, um, and I had to fact check you. That's not it. Say Salinas is the best assist man in, in San Jose. What is he, second? He must be. I don't know. I didn't check that. I didn't okay. check the, who was number one. I was say Selena. Okay. Yeah, put let's say his name. Put uh, respect no. on his name. Okay, let me say this. I know it's top three. You ain't got to yell, bro. Say <laughs> Selena's deserves better. Uh, all right. Deserves well, professionalism from us. I am so sorry for making that mistake. But uh, that's what happened there. What do you, uh, what, does this mean anything? Do you think, does this mean anything for San Jose or LAFC? Do you just think it's one of those games that, it means absolutely nothing for LAFC, right? First loss. And it's not just their first loss of the season. It's their first loss of the year, right? They haven't lost in um, CONCACAF Champions League yet. They have been on a roll. They're still going to be on a roll. This is after the game after that they beat Philadelphia to put their place into the CONCACAF Champions League final. They don't care. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> they don't care. Care. All right. Like, sure, maybe they would have rather have lost to a team that wasn't a California-based team. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's still not their biggest rival. Yeah. So, so it's just a game that they lost. Yeah. They don't. Well, talking about when you were talking about Espinosa being um, uh, MVP there. So one of a guy that's an actual MVP that we've been high on on this show, the reigning champ. Uh, but he, he hasn't. Do you do you feel like uh, is giving you Ani Mukhtar is giving you what you expected from him since he's came back? One million percent for real. Six goals, I think he five went, assists. He's tied he with Espinosa. I think you went quiet. Six goals, five assists in nine games, something like that. It's just different. You the numbers look good, but it's just his effects is different now. I don't know. 
It's because they're playing with a two-striker system and he can actually get the ball up to people. Yeah. And Schaffelberg is starting to become a real baller. Like, yeah. he doesn't have to do it all himself, which is yeah. what we saw in the past, was with just Hani Mukhtar having to be everything for the team. Yeah. Now this team always has been good defensively, right? They still have that. And now they have two forwards who have experience in the league, know how to put the ball in the back of the net. He is a young kid making runs left, right, and center, right? All game, every game. He has the pieces he needs to not have to score, right? Yeah, yeah. He is still doing Hani Mukhtar things just at a different Wait. style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what's being demanded for that system to work. Pretty he's, he's being a true 10 instead yeah. of being a false 9. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you this. What was your favorite goal? Was it the one... In the before the F, was it the one? Well, the the first two were well, PK. Yeah, first two were PK. By like, <laughs> by like, were you more impressed with you know what the fact of back to back PKs same game, or were you more impressed with the last minute goal? So obviously, going two PKs in one game has to be saluted. Like it does not because yeah. the reason is there. It's a mind game when you do a penalty kick, you versus the keeper, and the keeper now has had one attempt to read you. Yes, right. So now every time a player has to go take a second penalty kick, the odds of that being saved are Goes much, higher. much higher. So you like that, but nothing beats a late game goal, even if there's nothing on the run. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was 2-0 already. The excitement. A late goal from the run of play. No, a penalty doesn't beat that for me. Okay. So it, it just shows his professionalism being able to put two away. That, and that's it. All right. Uh but do you still think they're going to... Because you, you thought they were going to be first in the East um, because they came over, right? Yeah. Um, do yeah, you still think... Them as first do, you think do you think they're still taking over the East or how do you rank them now as everything is moving through uh, uh, through, through the East here and some games are coming in now? Absolute no-brainer top four in the East. Top four. Are we Probably headed to All top right. two. All right. I don't the right Cincinnati now. the Cincinnati looks good. Yeah. Um Cincinnati looks good, man. It, so I don't know if New England is going to stay up in the one spot. Not on the roof, so but I do feel like Philadelphia to come back up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So so I don't know exactly what it's gonna look like at the end of the year, but they're definitely going to be in a home playoff spot. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if they won the East. Um, because they have defense, and defense wins championships and titles. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, but... Well, let, let's put it this way. So they are a piece away from being the best team in MLS. What, what piece is that? A high-level number nine. So they play with two forwards right now, right? Yeah. They need a high-level number nine, and they spent big on Ake Loba a few years ago. Yeah. It flopped. They just terminated his contract, bought him out, kind of like the um, Joseph Martinez deal. So they no longer owe him money. They just said, we're wiping our hands free. So I would not be surprised if come the summer transfer window opening, they make a big splash there and then have a good push late in the season, potentially get their shield win there, right? Yeah. yeah. And then have a really good team in playoffs. But they're going to need a big number nine if they don't get a number nine firing on all cylinders, they're still going to be one of the three or five best teams in this league. Yeah. 
um, probably the best two or three in the East. Yeah. But if they get that number nine and actually have him hit and be a real player for them, yeah, unstoppable. 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 I, you think you think very highly of them. Yeah, everyone should. Like they're mm-hmm. phenomenal. Okay. Do you like? The, so you talked about how uh, Ani Tari kind of is morphing his game a little bit to fit what the uh, the scheme is right now. Do you like him better? Like as as you was playing last year or this year? Which one do you like better? Better. I like this Hani Mukhtar better. For real? I like this Hani Mukhtar better. Not I feel like you you really love like true number 10s. I do. I do. And yeah. MLS is pretty much the only league in the world that still has them. Yeah. Less than a league <laughs> in South America. <laughs> Messi ruined everything. Right. So, yeah, I love a true number 10. But also, when you have a guy who is playing a very specific role mm-hmm. and not that free wandering 10 role. Yeah. When he goes out injured, it's very easy, easy to, to put replace. someone in yeah. and say, this is the system. We're going to be a step lower. Yeah, but but our team isn't going to fall apart yeah. because the one guy that was playing eight different positions is out. Now it's just <laughs> one position we have to fit. Right? Eight different positions. So it, it just makes it easier to get a good depth going on a team and to make a lot of cup runs and late in season pushes. Yeah. Um, so overall him playing a more traditional role makes this team better. Okay. Because we saw last season when he was out, the team had nothing. They were the worst team in the league. When he was in, they were the best team in the league. Yeah. This year, if he... Even that first game that he came in, you felt his presence right away. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, immediately. Players were backing off of him. They didn't want to step to him because they knew they'd get sat down (laughs) and embarrassed. Like, he he deserves the space he gets. Yeah. But when he starts a little deeper in the midfield instead of playing almost as a number nine, yeah. he gets to run at players more and he gets to use that space that they give him that respect. Yeah, they so he gets more. to create, so his creative mind kind of opens up a little bit. Overall, I think him playing as a 10 is better for Honey and I think it's better for Nashville. All right. What do you uh, see him landing at the end of the season? Goals, assists, what, 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 what do you see? Um, I'm just throwing hard questions today. He could be a, oh man, I would not be surprised if he's like 15, 15, 20, 10, somewhere in the 30 goals and assists range. Okay. I don't know exactly how it will break down. Yeah, but you but expect like... I wouldn't be surprised if he got 30 combined, and yeah. it's insane for a central midfield player. It's, yeah. it's it's He has the potential to make it happen, though. He, he wouldn't surprise. To blow that number out. Yeah, 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 he wouldn't surprise anybody. He has the potential to do a 2020 <laughs> season. <laughs> Like he has the potential to do it all. Yeah. It's just a matter of what is he going to do. But uh but yeah, I'm definitely on the same boat uh with that there. Um All right. Well, that is pretty much all I have for our first part. Anything you want to add on here, coach, before we take a quick break? Um no, I'm good. I was uh, Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. All right, cool. Well, Red Solo Cup was still waiting on our sponsorship. We're going to take a quick break. Red Solo Cup. Da-da-da. I feel you uh, Is this like a commercial? It's like a commercial. You gotta listen to Toby Keith, man. I I you live in know. the Midwest for too long, not know uh, Toby Keith. Bro, I went to school Country and I went music. home. I went to school and I went home. That's all I did. All right, we gonna take Keith made a song all about Red Solo Cups. Good for him. Okay. All right, we gonna take a break and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. 
back for a second part here uh i was just here before we uh, uh start talking i want to say this again on air we don't care that you're not playing most of your starters with seattle the loss is a loss and you're about to lose today all I'm saying is this is a late game type of about to lose to that's the problem too, man. This is embarrassing. Those people playing needs to go home. They're gonna go home to their kids. People and, in glass houses. And like I mean, if you you, if you're the losses if, if you're my dad and you come home after losing the SKC, I'm like, I wanna talk to you. I just feel like that. Do you want me to pull up you do better? All the losses for LA. <laughs> Let's not talk about LA losing to Colorado. Let's not do that. It's not three to one. Still, three to one. Bro, SKC is the worst team ever. Uh, Let's not talk to you about losing to Orlando. What? Why are you so defensive? Losing to LAFC. Why are you so defensive, bro? That's my question. Losing to Houston. Why are you so defensive? Losing to Seattle. You're not facing the issue. You see, see the thing about you, you would deny you right now. New York Red Bulls. You would deny you. I'm not going to talk to you, man. Bro, you guys are at it. You would deny you. We're not about to talk about this. Bro. You would deny you, man. You would deny you. All right, let's go ahead and move on here uh, to talk about the uh, NWSL. The um, NW. NWSL. What did I say? Double. Double SL. NSSL. Yeah. And double S O N C double A. No, we 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 get to talk about the uh, N W S L uh, here. Coach has some games that he wants to cover for us here. Uh, go ahead and now uh, and, and get that going here, Coach. Well, when you look at this schedule and you look at what the games that were brought up today, the the clear one is third versus fourth of San Diego Wave and Washington Spirit. Right, and that that was just a no-brainer game that you have to tune in for. Yeah, and Washington Spirit did the job at home with a three-one win. Um, Trinity Rodman, who is one of my favorite players in this league, Dennis Rodman's daughter, um, one of the best young attacking talents the U.S. has at the moment. Um, she scored there first in the fifty-fifth minute. But the interesting thing is this game had four goals in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Every single goal came after the 55th minute. So you just had a half hour of fun, <laughs> right? The uh, coaches must have been all crazy. Alex Morgan got the one goal for uh, San Diego Wave. Um, she's a U.S. national team staple, right? Household name. Everyone knows her. So it's good to see her on a score sheet, even if it's at the end of a 3-1 loss. Yeah. And a 90th minute goal, that means hey, absolutely nothing. It goes a goal. But... Still counts. That's no, it, it was a fun career. game, a fun last thirty minutes of a game too. Like just crazy <laughs> four goals. Uh, <laughs> but no, that, that, it was a, it was a good good game, and Washington Spirit surprised me. I expected this to be a lot tighter than essentially a three zero win. Yeah, I mean, yes, they made a three one in the ninetieth, but still, to be real, essentially still. a three zero win. So yeah. Washington Spirit looking good. Uh, the other thing there is. There was a six-goal thriller in uh, North Carolina, and it was North Carolina Courage versus Portland Thorns. Yeah. Portland Thorns, I believe, are the only undefeated team still in the league. There might be one or but I'm pretty sure they're the only undefeated team in the league, and they keep it, um, which was just crazy because this game— What a tie. They started down— what a tie. 3-3, three, three, yeah. 3-3, three, three. but they started this game going down in the first minute to an own goal. 
Right? That's a way. They got them. Then you get the equalizer in the 20 second. That mess with your head, though, if it starts like that. It gets worse. Yeah. So you get the equalizer in the 20 second minute. You're like, all right, all right, we got this, right? Yeah. Get calm. Now we back zero zero. Yeah. Then you go back down in the 26 minutes. So, so four minutes, minutes after. So first you get the mental blow of an immediate on oh, goal. And then you equalize, and then, and then four minutes go later. You know, like, I'm going to say this, four minutes is not a lot of, like, because, like, you think about basketball, like American football, like the NFL, four minutes can last a long time. Four minutes in a in a match, it's like, it's, blink of an eye. it's right there. <laughs> um, but, yeah. so they th- do then equalize um, in the 52nd minute. Both goals for Portland Thorns here were by Crystal Dunn, so she was just an equalizing machine. Right, getting it done. So that you guys again, and then in the seventieth minute, they go back down three two. Um, and you just gotta be thinking at that point, like it's just not our night. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just, then let's they give, give up. Then yeah. they get an eighty third minute equalizer, but it was just such a fun back and yeah. forth game, constantly going down, equalizing, going down, equalizing, and that's the type of resilience. Yes, you want to see better defense, but from a championship level team, right to continue to push back in hard times right to have it all fall apart early on in the game and then still be able to get a tie out of it in all of that way like that's why they're undefeated yeah right? that's really a definition of being resilient right there yeah so just impressive there what is religion or resilience also well done by north carolina courage like to hang doors they yeah. are it's no yeah. joke yeah right they were like, hanging. They were going nowhere. North Carolina Courage is a mid-table team, right? There's Sandy 12 here, teams man. in the league. They're six, right? So they're an okay team, but they, they went toe-to-toe against a very good offensive team. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that's just kind of our, our little NWSL rundown. They're, the good thing about having 12 teams in the league, it's very, very easy to, to watch yeah. all the games because it's only six games a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you can just binge it. It's fun stuff. Yeah. You just binge it. Yeah, they have a game going right now too. At the same time as you manage the games, yeah, I, I all of them. I can't watch them live because they kind of go in time with MLS, and that's my passion MLS. So I just go through and watch them all in the replays. So you're a game manager. Like, I have like four hours of just <laughs> sitting down, eyes bloodshot in front of a TV. I just love the amount of time you have to do this, man. Yeah, I don't have a life, right? <laughs> About the amount of time you put into this, but oh well, rain right now, which is uh, another Seattle team. So both Seattle teams, men's and women's, are playing. Well, luckily, oh well, rain. They're doing better. They're doing better with a two-zero lead right now. You kind of need it. You kind of need it. Last <laughs> house is my friend. Yeah, you kind of need. You all about to. I hope y'all get another because right now it's what two-one. Seattle Seattle's down. Yeah, well, unless something changed. Well, yes, well, if it changed, probably be three-one. <laughs> What would you do? What would you do? What would I do? Nothing. You, were you like, <laughs> fried? <laughs> I'd be all right. We're Did still fine. We're still going to get more trophies than LA. Don't good. say that. I'll say that. Don't say that. You don't know that. You know, Everybody knows that. There's going to be a way that somehow LA gets negative trophies. You don't. They, they take away the past All ones. <laughs> There's going to be some embarrassment. Point reduction. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, have us take a quick break here, and uh, we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right.
What's up, FE family? We are back for a third and final part. Uh, with Sandy here, just running around, but um, being a nuisance. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk about a few things here. Uh, you just told me how to say this name, and I forgot. I'm about to butcher it. Jeff. No, no, no. <laughs> just Jane. No. <laughs> I'm talking about Team Rame. Team Rame. Yeah. I got it right. Yeah. That's a weird spelling. Team Rame injury. Uh, what you got for us? What you got for us on that, Coach? So Tim Ream, uh, most of our listeners will know him as one of two man buns that started at center back for the U.S. Men's National Team in this past World Cup. Are you guys related? Uh, we're in a club. In a club. It's a. It's a night. You're a grown man, bro. Hey, so are they. You're a grown man. So are the. Say to their face. Some face, you know, athletes. Hey, let's have some respect, all right? We're talking about a man with an injury here. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. That's all me. Uh, but Tim Ream, Fulham player in the Barclays Premier League, uh, top league in the world, uh, starting center back, captain of his team, goes down with a uh, broken arm, and he is out for the rest of the season. The season only has about four or five games left in it. Uh, his club does say that he will be back for preseason. Now, the question is, what does that mean for this summer? Mm-hmm. As this summer, the U.S. Miss Asheville team are in two competitions, right? Yeah. We have the semifinals and hopefully finals of uh, the Nations League. Yeah. Um, the semifinal match will be against Mexico. And yeah. then we have the Gold Cup that we're hosting. Yeah. Um, the question is, will he be here for that? And if not, is it the was the World Cup the last time we will see Tim Ream in a U.S. Med- oh, what is he? New Jersey. 34. He's getting up there. Getting up there. Yeah, it's, um, he's definitely not going to make it to the next World Cup, right? No. Like, that's not, <laughs> 35 years old. I mean, if he's, uh, it could be like a freak of nature and make it. He's not. I'm sorry. Like, he's been, this has been, he just had an amazing year this year, but he wasn't in the U.S. Men's National Team picture before last year. Like, yeah, yeah. He's done. Yeah, he got a start. It was incredible. He's a good player. He's doing very well in England, but he's not going to be in the next cycle. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. The question is, what does this mean for him now, this summer? This was probably going to be his last hurrah in the Gold Cup. Yeah. Is he done? I'll say yeah. Tell me something to just pack it up, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I heard someone say this one time. He says, you always have to know when to leave, no matter how good of a dancer you are. You need to know when to ex- exit the stage, man. And I think this is his time. But is... Because I think one... Is thing, it your time, time? Is it your one time thing to about, go? One thing about America, though, man, like, there's some youngins, there's some dogs out there ready to prove it in the World Cup. There are, but... There's some dogs out a there. starter and a captain for a Premier League team. You don't, so you don't that's think... That's the league in the world. You don't think, first of all, that's La Liga, but uh, you don't think. Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. La Liga has two great teams in it. My opinion is my opinion. Once you get past the top two, it's just trash. Okay. What can, what are you talking about? Chelsea and Arsenal and... Uh, Tottenham Hotspurs would smash... Tottenham? Like Tottenham? Tottenham? They would smash Tottenham? Yeah, they would smash. What have they won lately? 
It doesn't matter what they've won. It does, because if you're good, you're good. (laughs) All right, what has Girona won recently? This is an argument that we're getting to, like, not ever come to the end, though. It's it's really simple. No, this is my opinion. I believe La Liga's product is better. That's just me. I like that style of football. And you are wrong, but okay. Uh, I can more people be wrong, my guy. You're wrong. A starter and a captain for pack it up. best league. You know what? I'm gonna help him pack. Call me. I'm I'm gonna help you pack. He's not done. Call me. Call my number. So this is this is devastating. Like honestly, like this is this is rough for him. Like, yeah. We want him to come back, but the thing is, I don't season. see him at the World Cup. That's all I'm. No, he's not at the World Cup. Yeah. But the question. And if this team saying that he's coming back after the season. How do you think he's going to be like in ready to play form, bro? To be in shape and to be in playing shape. But all is these European players are going to be in the off season anyways. And then that's more reason to sh- to show that he's not going to be ready to roll because he's injured. I don't know. I think there is a fifty fifty chance we see him. I, I think it's more thirty seventy, but fifty fifty for Gold Coast. I is it's a broken arm. It's not like it has to be fully healed. You just have to have it in a. In a playable cast. As a center back. A playable cast, but it needs to be doing better. No, I think I think he'll be okay. I think okay. He'll, I think he'll be okay. Alright. Because broken how severe is it? Uh it does not say, but okay. if it's, it's my broken arm took what, four, six months? If he's ready by the start of preseason, it's gonna be like a month long, two month long max injury. Yeah. You're right. Hi, that's cool. That's cool. That's not like he can't train it when he's not actually in games. Like he'll be able to still do workouts with his club. He just won't be able to play. But he'll still be able to do non-contact drills and trainings. I think he'll be okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, one team that we love talking about here uh, is Chicago. So there's some things going on in Chicago there with my man Marsh. What's what's going on there, Coach? What's going on? Tell tell me what's going on because I'm confused. Chicago Fire. Played last night, Saturday. Yeah. And uh, Jesse Marsh and Chris Armas were in the attendance. Yeah. Can you uh, throw her ball for her while I'm talking? Uh, oh, yeah, it's right here. So they were in attendance, right? And really, that doesn't mean anything. They're both American coaches that were yeah. in England. Um, Armas was the assistant coach at Manchester United. Jesse Marsh was the head coach at Leeds. Um both of which are candidates potentially for the West Men's National Team job. Now, them being in Chicago watching a game doesn't mean much until you realize where is the U.S. Men's National Team's headquarters. <sighs> Chicago. End of you alert. I, yes, I would not be surprised if alert. it is a Marsh Armis, um, job offer for Marsh being the head coach. Why were you, why were you hoping for a Marsh-Curtain duo? I was, but I would take Armas, a guy that was an assistant coach in the Premier League, a head coach in MLS. Yeah. I would take it. I would take it. I'd be happy with that. Um, But yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting. It's I. It's definitely not a coincidence that he's. they're both in Chicago. Yo, I hit the wall. It's not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence at all. I think there's... You might not get the job, but they're definitely interviewing. I think there's definitely a high chance Marsh gets this. His name has been all over it since the beginning, and he has a relationship with the uh, sporting director, right? Yeah. So, 
I think this is in- inevitable. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of getting them. I really, I still think they should get Curtin because I want him to be out of Philly. I don't think he's going to get, because he's just last year, I don't think he's going to get paid that well. Especially with how they do one, so, yeah. They're not doing bad. They made it to a semifinal of the CONCACAF Champions League. You expected more from them. They made the, the, the finals last season. None of the CONCACAF Champions League. Of the MLS Cup. Yeah, but which one? which one is a bigger? Champions League. Champions League is the biggest... That's like okay. So think about this, right? Okay, you, okay, you watch. You watch. I see. Soccer. I see what you're saying. It'd be see. better for Real Madrid to win La Liga or win the Champions League. Champions League. Yeah, Champions League. I guess. Right. Yeah. Like so. But as as an MLS uh, as an MLS uh, enthusiast, I I do want to see them doing better. They MLS. will. They're only a th- yeah. we're what less than a third of the way. Yeah. Through the season, they're what seventh right now. Maybe eight. I think I predicted it was going to end like third or something. So they'll they will push back. They have enough depth. They yeah. will be fine. All right. Um, yeah. Coach David said it. They're going to be fine. I believe. Be fine. I believe you got me. All right. So, uh, Breg and Jeff call call it quits, man. What's what's going on there? Yes, Breg Shay. Um, everyone's favorite yeah, no. MLS player to hate. Um, to hate, yeah. <laughs> weird. He has one of those faces. Like he, I'm sure he's like a very entertaining guy. I'm not sure if there's a whole lot upstairs for him, but uh, he and Jeff Cameron, who have both played for the U.S. Men's National Team, both most recently played in MLS, both played in Europe at some point in their careers in the mm-hmm. Premier League. I believe both of them did. Maybe even both of them played for Stoke. Yeah. Uh, they have decided to announce together that they are going to retire because that's what friends do. <laughs> they made a joint statement. This is their retirement. Yo, um, you think we all do that one day? There is a seven. No, just retire. Football profits. We hear to announce that. No, don't worry. Once I fire, <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Fire, go on. Yo, this was my idea. We're going a different direction. <laughs> You Man, Papa Jobs is going in a different. You hope Papa Jobs me. No, so they they've announced announced their uh, retirement and they are going to go into some sort of business venture together. Ooh, what do you think they're doing? Sportplex. I have not the slightest clue. All though they are entering a team in that seven v seven soccer tournament called the Soccer Tournament uh, in North Carolina. Which has like a million dollar prize. Yeah. Um, Wrexham has entered a team which Americans love watching the Welsh team owned by um, Rob McElhaney and that other guy. That was soccer. Ryan Reynolds. What was the name of the you competition again? Rarely in Ryan Reynolds' life he has been called the other guy. You're welcome, Rob. You're welcome. Not that many times. Never. That was a legend though. But um, So they entered a team into the tournament because they're the owners of Wrexham so it's a 7v7 and they got like seven. wait they're going to actually play or they're just entering a team they're entering their pro team like their players they take seven of their professional players from Wrexham and they're entering them into this tournament oh. this tournament's going to have a whole lot of former MLS players on it too yeah um, a lot of former US men's national team I'm players available. are going to be in it I'm available yeah they'll call you I'm don't available. call them they'll call you <laughs> 
Uh, don't know when, but maybe would. that's the venture they were talking about. I don't yeah. know, but I would really you have, have to see yes sitcom coming like Breck Shay. Yeah, and Jeff. I don't think that he has to do with something with some sort of Sparkplex or Suckerplex like facility or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, but um, I had no idea they were friends. They they're two polar opposites. Jeff Cameron is like the most serious man on the field at all times, and Breck Shea is an idiot. Like I just don't that makes the best of friends. There, it was it's a it was weird when I saw them announce that. That makes the best of friends. I'm serious. Uh, you goofy. We make it work. I am going to read a quote here from the statement. Yes. Yeah, so this is right. um, from Jeff Cameron. We've kind of had a long journey, and our journey has gone on two different paths. Cameron said, "We started near each other, and then ended up at Stoke with each other." And he ended up living with me, and we have a really good friendship and relationship. We live close to each other now, and we're building something pretty unique. Now, I just want to pick this apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. He says in here, We've kind of had a long journey, and our journey has gone on two different paths. He has then spent the rest of the statement talking, talking about, about how identical their paths were. They started in the same place, <laughs> then went to Europe to play together, no, they he, then lived together, started going into business together. It's been the same path. No, challenges. Path. You got different challenges, baby. It's the exact same path. You get different challenges in the same path. They got they didn't say anything about challenges. But you don't put you don't put your business out there. Uh, I see what he's doing. Then Breck Shea goes on to say <laughs> he said it just you felt the same right. path. It just felt right. I like where I live. My kids are happy. They have friends. They're in sports. It seems like a lot to move, so I feel or felt right and happy with what I did and couldn't have felt better. That's fair, right? That's valid. Right, you don't. You're at the end of your career. You're not yeah. gonna get another big paycheck. Why move your family? Right? Yeah, yeah. And apparently, when you have best friend Jeff Cameron, that's to go into business. Yeah, yeah. Why not call it? Quick? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it makes sense. You've been on the same path your whole career. You might as well. <laughs> no, it's, it's two same, same path. path. It's two different paths. Same exact path. They took the same bus to work. <laughs> Drove the same cars. watching. They skipped together. <laughs> Ate the same meal. <laughs> it was the same path. The they same. lived in the same house together. But different bedrooms, probably. It's different. What type of path? That must be like, you know how on a freeway, sometimes the lanes just split and you go separate from each other for a second and it comes right back, but you're yeah. still going the same direction? Separate. Separate. Mm-hmm the same road for a minute it's still on high five <laughs> the same road just the left lane veers off but maybe my tires don't take the road as well as your tires you feel what i'm saying so it's a different way of the path even though it's the same path makes it different i hope that's one like sense. a coupe and the other a minivan no one is like a truck and one is like a a coupe yeah we'll go with that or like a race car yeah let's go with that Who's the race car in this scenario? I'm the race car. So that does it for our show. <laughs> Welcome to Football <laughs> Profits. Hope you enjoy it. All right. So uh, what's going on in Minnesota, Coach? Uh, Emmanuel Reynoso. That's what's going on in Minnesota? 
um, Emmanuel Reynaud show, as people have been calling him, um, because <laughs> he, he has simply not shown up to at the Minnesota. You said he was going to end ugly with that, right? So, yes, because he literally just was a no show. He just didn't show up. He hasn't played. He hasn't been in the country. He's on contract. He just said no, right? Um, he is now apparently in Minnesota. Now, the statement that Minnesota United gave was very broad, literally just said Reynoso is back in Minnesota. It did not say he is back at the training grounds. It did not say he is back practicing with the team. It did not yeah. say that he has contacted the club. He's just in Minnesota. The dude's wandering around the street somewhere, maybe trying to find that path that Breck Shea is tomorrow on. I don't know. But <laughs> to say prepare. He needs a friend to kick on the path. Looking with for it. a roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so he is in Minnesota. Who knows what that means? Because I don't. Maybe they're going to figure something out. Maybe his contract's going to be cut. Not a clue. I thought it's going to be some sort of. Uh, we will have to find something out yeah. the next week. I'm yeah. sure there will be more to come in the next yeah, week. Yeah. Because so. they got to handle it faster. Just move on. Yeah, you can't just let a guy do that. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't. It, it if Messi's look- getting suspended, everybody getting it. Yeah, no, you, you can't just let a guy disappear for the first <laughs> month of a season. But, um, what, what would you do? What would you do? Uh, if you're in charge? It's a tough one because, A, Minnesota isn't a big money market, uh, meaning that their owners don't have the deepest pockets in the league or at yeah. least aren't willing to spend the deepest. Yeah. So telling them, hey, our best player, this guy that we pay so much money, can we just pay him not to be at the club anymore? They're not going to do that, they're right? They're not going to go for the Joseph train here, right? Like yeah. they're not, they're not going to do that and make that. Let me just find him or something. I'm thinking maybe alone, send him out somewhere, Mexico, maybe like just to get him out on loan. So another team takes his wages for the week, mm-hmm. right? So you're not paying him his weekly wages. And hope he balls out on loan, and then you can sell them out, right? But he can't play another game in MLS, at least not for Minnesota. Like he has to be done. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we gonna find out what in the next couple of days here. Yeah, it has to be something within yeah. a week. You know, we'll see. You could say that about anything in soccer, right? <laughs> we can make all of our predictions about games, and you go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. It'll be soon enough to find out. All right. So, uh, tr- trusty. Am I saying that right? Trusty. Trusty. Austin Trusty. Is he a trusty? Um, well, that was fans of Birmingham. They, they love the championship. Him. They believe he's been trusty this season. They, they love him. They named him the fan player of the year. Um, in his first year in England, he was bought, um, by Arsenal and then immediately loaned out to Birmingham and he is balled out. He's been one of the best defenders, best center backs in the league. Um, his loan now is going to end with Birmingham. He's going to go back to Arsenal. The future's unclear there. Are they going to keep him? Or are they going to move him on again? Like what's the plan? Um, keep like, him. 20 something years old, young guy. Uh, the U.S. does not have a whole lot of depth high level depth at the center back role yeah um this is nothing but great seeing this guy get the fan vote for player of the year yeah right like this is this is amazing that does that yeah 
I think four years old too. So he's still young for a center back. That's young. Yeah. And it's not easy to be a center back. Once you loved, you kind of become the staple of a team. So it'd be hard to see him go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but again, he is going to go from Birmingham. Yeah. Like his, his loan is up. Yeah. So, um, that sucks. <laughs> he might go back. No, but I was just saying like, as a team, like, oh, our defend likes the gown loan more <laughs> you have almost yeah that's you don't have his that's happening right now in cincinnati with yeah, harrison yeah, mascara yeah. he's everyone in cincinnati's favorite player for the most the part. center back he's on loan from wolf yeah he's gonna go potentially he's, halfway through the season but he's insanely good he's insanely good though he is but yeah. if that's that's rough he's <laughs> your best that's what i'm through. saying like that's where that is rough for a team and fans because they're like we love this guy Especially if, especially if you loved as a center back, like you can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just want to read a quick quote from uh, Austin Trusty, and then we'll get out of here. Call it a day. Uh, it's my first year over here in Europe and first time on loan, but I didn't come here thinking this is just for a season. I came here thinking I want to make my mark on an organization. I came here and I'm thankful that I've been perceived this way by the fans it's been really really awesome throw in the double really 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 That's, it's you know when you say super it's duper, really awesome. really good super duper you know like he's loving it they're loving him honestly him. i don't see him breaking through in arsenal keep him. why not birmingham like why not just make it off keep him yeah that's what i'm about to say keep him i i say go for it because he's what well, you said he's in his 20s 24 Oh, that's like that's the best age for a center back because they have they have, they have, they're not as young. They kind of grow up already. They like and he also is kind of he, he he's about to hit his prime. It's young for a center back. Yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. He's like going towards his prime. So when, when you're looking at say, yeah. like a center midfielder or a striker, 24 is no you can't know. I'm, I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like those like 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old. Like at 24, like that's. That's the right guy, and if he's playing good and the fans love him, he could be a legend for 10 years, yeah. you know? Nope. Yeah. But a uh, round of applause for uh, for Austin Trusty. That's it. Well, Nothing you want more than a trusty defender. Because in Austin, we trust. And that is it for our show. That is it for our show. Thanks for watching and being with us today. Uh, obviously, you can reach out in our email, which is football... I messed up again. Profits, <laughs> profitspot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at profitspot. And obviously, you can catch us on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify, guys. Go ahead and give us a like. Tell a friend who knows a friend that knows a friend that can tell another friend about us. Please subscribe and hit that like button. Now, we love y'all, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Coach.